0: You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show.
1: J.K.L. Engineering, folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering, let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system, energy-efficient, quiet Folks, it's Sean DePietro. weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Time for Petro Debate with me, one of my siblings. Her name is Donna Perry. She is a writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And uh, DJ, as we're talking, its um, it's been amazing. Uh, 12 hours. I was at the Ramundo press briefing uh, yep. yesterday. I was asking her about the fact that there was vandalism at the state house on Saturday and that seemingly nothing was being done about it. The governor said she's proud to be a Rhode Islander. She was proud that he was wearing masks. She also had come off a conference call. And I think it's fair to say the governor was kind of mocking the president, saying he talked about you have to dominate these protesters. And I talked about finding peaceful solutions. Well, less than 12 hours later, uh, as we're seeing a lot of video, downtown providence was turned into a riot and was destroyed in broken windows and looting and it is under the guise if you watch the videos yeah they start off they have a group of girls chanting no justice no peace in black lives matter but that was a full scale riot looting and yet still some members of the media were saying you know the it started off peaceful um i I'd like I like yeah. we're going to talk about this, but go ahead, I'd think like to hear you some of your opening thoughts
2: right and and i am uh have been catching these details, and you know, I will say um you I feel very sorry for Providence, but John, I am not surprised no I mean and you were very right yesterday, and I think she looks now I think they look naive yes. or either so determined as you say to just be in opposition to Trump. Anyone watching what has been going on. Now, and you have a very uh, big, dynamic, multicultural city in, with Providence. And I, I really felt, too, that it would be a matter of days before you'd see what's playing out. Um, and it's, it was quite intentional. I mean, they have, you know, traced it. It's right on social media. It's like join the looting mob party. I yep. mean, there was... And I and I would just like to say that, um, you know, Providence police, state police, they need to get ready. Um, Boston started with their bad night Sunday night. Um, and I'll tell you what. So this pat. so Monday night they were a little more ready and they were really out in force. Yep. And then Boston did not have such a such that kind of a thing. Um i think what has been building up in these past few days you you know the media has to do a far better job you have to distinguish between it's getting to be a meaningless phrase you can just say peaceful protest right, right? no we're also talking about looting mobs running around with two by fours who are smashing the head and the face of business owners that, yep. and, and you know i hate to say if you didn't see it yet you might see it in providence Uh, You could see it in Boston, and we certainly have seen it around the country. This is a different moment. This has quickly devolved into, you know, a very difficult, dangerous, difficult moment. And I think, uh, you know, Governor Armando is going to step up and and don't be naive about what could be taking place.
1: Well, there's a lot here. Um, They, to me, already, without hearing all the details, totally either see what's a tough thing is whether or not they're told to stand down because you know i was told on sunday and uh over the weekend that on saturday they were specifically told they didn't want any arrests from the protest so even though there was some some damage done vandalism broken windows and things like that at the state house um no one was arrested they basically Mm -hmm. said we'll just you know it's all part of it almost like after a parade you have to clean up a little bit so we're going to tolerate it uh mayor alorza was nowhere um, I, I also happen to know that apparently a business alarm was triggered in Garden City. So that sent Cranston Police scrambling there thinking that Garden City is next. And by the way, we have no reason to believe Garden City won't be next or wow. Warwick Mall yeah. won't be next. Right. Or downtown or, East Greenwich, Main Street East Greenwich won't be next. Yeah. Or, you know, as much as President Trump was being mocked, you, you're seeing. DJ, these Democrat politicians, as you said, they want to oppose him, to actually say, I want to follow, handled mine with peace. And like how naive are you? These these are rioting mobs that are now coming home to where you live.
2: Yeah, and and I do think, as you said at the top, yes, it's a very delicate, difficult moment. There is no question about that. There is no question that any person is aware of what happened in Minneapolis, that that is disgusting. It was disgraceful, uh, and it has set off this whole chain of events. There's no question about that. And I want to note in Boston when they did begin with hours of a peaceful protest, um, but then what happens later? And I also think an important thing is going on, um, and it probably is going on in Providence, um, both the Boston NAACP and the Boston Black Lives Matter organization, you know, they put out notices, JD, that other people represented that they were co-sponsoring even the the march that started peaceful on Sunday, and they made a point to say, We're glad if you're having a peaceful protest. We actually are not co sponsoring this. We never said we were. And they uh-huh. to be fair, they put that word out at like three o'clock Sunday. So they didn't do it after the fact when it got violent. So I do think there's a couple of different things going on. There's absolutely, though I mean, we have not seen this almost since the, I don't know, the Vietnam War era, J.D. Yes. you have I mean, look, um, they need to understand, and in Providence, too, you talk about the states already being set back with the high unemployment, everything that happened. Well, if you want to set back Rhode Island by like a decade. Uh, then then sit back and don't get control of this and i I really mean that and i'm not trying to be you know hyperbole i mean i think cities need to understand that and that look uh, this is there's two different things going on here and sadly jd we know the torching of inner cities is actually sadly there's a lot of experience in decades of that in this country newark new jersey did not come back for 30 years Yeah. after the, I mean, really, it was like the eighties when they began to be gentrified and that was after the sixties riots. So if, if a lot of people don't want to understand that, and I saw what happened with cafe Nuovo, you know, you, you don't know which way this could go with a business owner. That's right. I mean, and I, and I think um, if I may, I, I also think there is a connection between the shutdown and what we're seeing now there's absolutely that you have had this long period of being idle and especially for a lot of inner city youth and when these messages you know there's a lot of young people jd stay home means something different for them someone may have a not actually you know well run or organized or even safe home to be in everyone doesn't have a you know lofty home in the suburbs and and you know, from the very same leaders who, even, you know, with Governor Raimondo, and they're always, you know, preaching that they're trying to reach out to everyone. I just think that there was a lot of naive viewpoints even about that. And and you see that all the way into Boston. Uh, and I'll talk about that where Mayor Walsh, you know, during the shutdown. Talk about it just, now. Go sure. right into it. Go ahead. <laughs> just because he was so frantic about you know, the moving around of the virus. And I thought this was a a very bad policy mistake. You know, there were, there are inner city neighborhoods of Boston. There were youth who just want to get energy out. They were shooting baskets and to be in basketball, you know, on the courts. And he made a point to have the nets um, cut off. I don't know if people know. He absolutely was so proud of that. And I thought that was so wrong or they had them tied up so no one could use them right? because he said, oh, there's, you know, people doing this. Look, you know, that started in March and here we are at June too. And um, I I just think there's something to be noted that the long shutdown was unhealthy. It was leaving too much, you know, idle activity, especially for a lot of young people. And now you're going to have a summer where, regardless of whether you've been in schools or out of school or college, you've had young people, they have not truthfully had meaningful education. There's no summer jobs because of the employment being wrecked. I I think you're going to have real problems. And I think that, you know, some of that period and the overreach is now coming home to roost when you see young people just like mobs all over the cities.
1: Wilding. That is an excellent, excellent point. And it's something that has been brought out. And what do you make of um, I mean, uh, well, we're going to get to it in just a moment, folks. It's John DePietro uh, with me, columnist of the Sun Chronicle, Donna Perry. It's all going to continue next, right here on the John DePietro. Remember, for your business, mega truck and trailer appear. Call them today, 508 336 21 MEG, mega truck and trailer appear, commercial trailers. Diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508 336 2110. Mega truck and trailer appear. FHWA inspections or an island state inspection station. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24 hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer appear. Call them 508 336 2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and
0: Trailer Repair. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in store lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company a Rhode Island Family Business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400 because is it really worth going through all this folks remember for all your tree service
1: well you want to call yankee tree call them today 401-439-6028 yankee tree service yankee treeservice.com what can they do they do it all tree trimming experts based right in lincoln tree removal since 2006, and also 24-7 emergency service available, call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028, 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket trucket service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today 439 439- 6028 439 6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service since 2006. Tree trimming experts. Give them a call 439 6028 or online
3: at yankeetreeservice.com. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the John DePetro show
1: is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today your best lawn ever guaranteed 401-392-1025. 401-392-1025 or online they have a great website lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control, annual program, lawn care service. They make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed call them today 401 392 1025 free uh, consultation and estimate 401 392 1025 lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401 401- 392-1025. lawn doctor folks it's sean dipetro weekdays we start at 11 we go till 2 it's a.m. 1380 99.9 fm time for our segment this week in politics with justin katz and justin i want to start off and just get your perspective on uh, what is just massive chaos with these riots that have broken out all over the country <sighs>
4: Well, I think the one of the interesting aspects of this, I, I saw a very moving video of, of it was several black men of different generations kind of discussing in the streets how this keeps happening. We keep having these events and these riots and protests and another way has to be found. And I think one of the, the clarifying things here is we're actually starting to see it. Uh, a search for a narrative. In some cities, there's actually talk of anti being really the driving force. Uh, some some mayors are actually claiming that there are white supremacists behind the scenes trying to make these into uh, riots and such. So it's that's a new flavor to these these things that we haven't seen before. Uh, but they're they're certainly not peaceful. Although it does appear that there are kind of two waves. There is the the sort of the daytime peaceful protest and then the ramp up of, of more of a riot later on in the evening. That's in, in most places, in some places, um, Minneapolis, it was harder to see the, the line between the two, but for people to be calling these, uh, peaceful protests is, is a little bit, a a little bit, (laughs) it pushes the line a bit. I mean, you, you kind of, you know, it's a cliched game to play. What about the other side? But, um, We've seen too many instances where, if there's any kind of event at a conservative uh, kind of a rally, that becomes the, the the narrative of that rally. In this case, we we see um, people, as you've been tweeting about David Cicilline or news media, trying to trying to make a clear distinction between that's the peaceful part, this is the not peaceful part. And I, th- I think that's going to be harder and harder case to make if if this kind of thing continues.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's ridiculous. It's kind of like the other than that, how is the fan or Mrs. Lincoln? I mean, this whole business <laughs> and they were trying to do it at the Rhode Island State House, where you you know, for the most part it was a it was a peaceful rally. It, it, excuse me, the, the vandalism takes over. In in Boston last night, that that was just sheer criminality and theft and looting and stealing. And I, I, I think as much as the media tries to keep trying to say that you know, for the most part, and here's the uh, police officer giving someone a hug, which you're not even supposed to be doing because of the coronavirus, I thought. Um, th- th- this narrative that somehow it, it's almost like, you know, don't don't believe those lying eyes. We, we were watching in Atlanta on Friday night with CNN that that footage where they were inside and they, the people are smashing the windows trying to get inside. I, I just feel the media is continuing Anyone that watched it, Justin Katz, I, I don't even know how to use the word protesters. I, I don't see protesters. I see, I I see criminals. I see people throwing rocks and breaking windows and burning police cars, and and I think the the media is in overdrive trying to continue, as you were saying, find the narrative that this is somehow peaceful or constructive.
4: Yeah, well, the, the the part we like is peaceful. Everything else around it is is not peaceful, and some in some ways it does start to feel like the the old uh, cliche of Baghdad Bob. Yes, you know, the, the Americans are not in Iraq. These are these are peaceful protests. Never mind the burning buildings. Um, it, So it, it does become pretty hard to, to support that that narrative, and and I, I think a lot of the a lot of the underlying. Uh, dynamics of these things that we see again and again are are, again like a a search for a narrative and it's hard to support so the the connection i I saw you tweeting about the uh events outside the white house um there there's no connection to that and the police brutality in minneapolis um but but it's become very political and again we see we start to see this connection between political activists who like an antifa try to willing to go out there and cause violence in the streets along with, um, along with a news media, trying to put the best light on that, create that a political dynamic out of that. And then you, you add it into to politicians like David Cicilline and governor Raimondo. And it, it starts to really feel like something, the narrative being constructed is really the point. Uh, and back to the video I saw of the, the men on the street discussing better, how they can find a better way. One of the better ways is to, the, to stop with this whipsaw effect where we're creating this narrative that really divides people across the country for, for no, well, for reasons that aren't going to fix any problem. Uh, and I, I think that's one of the, the shames of all this. We get the violence and we don't get any solutions.
1: You know, that's true. That's an excellent point. And a lot of these things that they're, the narrative that we've been carrying out of, we're tired of it and enough is enough and all this other stuff. This, the, the incidents, high-profile national incidents that they're referring to, they, they happened under President Obama's watch. I mean, let's face it. The past few years, under President Trump, granted you had the situation in Charlottesville, but it has, it has not been a time where there's been tremendous racial divide. And the past couple of months, every, the country's been locked down. So this business was suddenly – it's like they, they suddenly just picked right up from – you know, the, the problem with uh with Freddie Gray or then, you know, all these names that we haven't heard in a while by a while of Eric Gardner that happened. That was twenty fourteen at Staten Island. It's as if they all right, the pandemic's over, let's start the new narrative. You know, uh we resume our normal broadcast already in progress of let's go back to when there was all this the rioting in uh in St. Louis and, and uh Ferguson and, and all these other problems where I, and, and, Justin, what int- I find interesting is I kept, I, like everyone else, kept finding myself saying, hey, they're not wearing a mask or they're not social distancing. I mean, and I want to get you a thought. I mean, the Rhode Island State House. all we've heard about is you can't have graduations. You can't have the high school graduations. can't have the college graduations because you need distancing. There's no safe way to do it. Boy, Justin, that went out the window Saturday when you had 1,000 people suddenly show up. Uh, they were all together. They were all congregating. They were strangers. Uh, I, I, I am anxious to hear the explanation of of why you still can't have a, an organized outside high school graduation based on what we saw on Saturday.
4: So certainly and then including the the statement out of the governor's office well I think it was out of the governor's office so I couldn't actually find the statement except on the governor's Twitter feed it was a, she put out a joint statement with the Department of Health uh, director Alexander Scott and it it seemed to be kind of a well mostly it was support for for the black lives matter kind of group and protest and their message but it, it sort of tacked in at the end. And, and by the way, let's do it safely. But, but you know, that's not really a, a statement from the Department of Health. I mean, we there were no there were no here. We, make sure you maintain social distances. Everybody should have a mask. I mean, that should be what they should be concerned about. And I, you're right. I, I, I'm i in, increasingly hearing calls. You know, if if we can accept this, we can open everything up right now. I mean, if if rioters on the street are not going to generate a public panic and i'll say too i've noticed i mean it might be that i've just stopped paying attention to them but there, there are a few voices in rhode island that every time there was some gathering whether it was saint patrick's day or or some other or, or partiers on the college kids in Prov- from providence having a, a street party you heard all this outrage about how terrible and how they were selfish and gonna kill people um and i understand the circumstances are different with something like this but those voices seem to have completely gone away Uh, And I I think it's going to be difficult to get back to the, you know, coronavirus is a killer kind of a narrative. Uh, after this, and as to the narrative, I, I you know it, it's with one of the things that 's amazing is i, I don 't subscribe to the conspiracy theories. I think just human nature explains things better, but it really is it, this really does start to lend itself to that so we just spent three years under a president who it 's starting to look almost like an intelligence agency attempted coup, and we were hearing all this stuff about Russia for years then suddenly, on a strong economy we 've got this virus that 's proving to be not as deadly as as it was originally projected to be uh that closes down our economy just sends up our unemployment to the skies as soon as that starts to go away we get these these riots and this is a recurring thing And it seems to happen particularly in election years and you can almost see the the search for names that that's one of the the governor also tweeted out um the three names of, of recent events um there was, of course, George Floyd, but also Breonna Taylor and Ahmad Arbery. And these are just different stories. I mean, Taylor was just two months ago or so, that incident. And it involved a no-knock raid that just went wrong. And it, arguably nothing at all to do with race. Uh, but it, it almost, you can start, to, you can really start to feel that this is, it's just a plan. And we're going to be going through this all summer because after this, there'll be something else that gets becomes the biggest story of the year uh, unfortunately with this particular case you do have people who go out in the streets and and not only congregate uh, with no masks but but also destroy cities um, and i i think it's going to be a rough summer what do
1: you think of the fact um that she put out the joint statement with dr nicole scott because it's interesting to me justin uh is it it's kind of surfaced the past couple of days of last week where the lieutenant governor Dan mckee is nowhere to be found nor is he at these briefings and the governor doesn't mention him and suddenly she's putting out a joint statement with dr dr scott and it's almost as if they're a team and that's she's almost become like the de facto lieutenant governor for governor ramundo
4: it it did strike me as odd as um i for, for one thing as i said it didn't it wasn't it wasn't couched in terms like the Department of Health would be concerned about. It wasn't saying here's how you can safely protest. I mean, we have they have diagrams of how people should walk through a, a restaurant or a store in phase two. Well, where's the diagram about how protesters should should conduct themselves? That would be maybe a Department of Health. But it, so the, I, I think you're you're right, and part of that I, one thing I picked up on was the the idea that it was a joint statement. If you're if you're putting out if the Governor is putting out a statement with one of her department heads, one of her employees, somebody who presumably isn't enacting her policies, is that really a joint statement or is that just the governor's statement with her her top health person uh, so that that did have that feel as if that's being uh, Alexander Scott's being set up for as something more than a department head, and then again as as the idea that it didn't have any real health content and it's not really being promoted it, it felt a lot more political it's not it's not a press release on the governor's page that i can find uh it's so it's, it does start to feel feel very political and i think the connection to mckee is, is an interesting one you don't i mean it, the, we've said for years how the <laughs> lieutenant governor is kind of just floating out there uh in in rhode island and uh, that's becoming increasingly the case and it's it's I think exacerbated, as we've been talking about for weeks and actually months, the only politician right now in Rhode Island is, is Governor Raimondo. Yeah. And so it's it's hard for anybody to get a spotlight. And uh, I think that's a that's a big factor as well.
1: Folks, coming up, uh, we are going to talk about some of the budget priorities, uh, a lot more about where the state goes forward. It's all ahead um, on the John DePetro show. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401 710 7096. 401 710 7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I like to tell the story, I don't mind. But one morning, I went up to uh, get up to use the dryer and just had done a wash and suddenly it wouldn't work. Now, did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401 401- 7, 10, 7096. We made an appointment. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be there at, at nine o'clock at five of nine. A truck appeared in my driveway. It said, Ryan's appliance repair. He came right in, fixed the driver, uh, dryer, excuse me, within five minutes. And then I think it was about two weeks later, I went to make a uh, microwave popcorn and then suddenly the microwave wouldn't work. So what did I do? I called Ryan's appliance repair. At 401-710-7096. And then one time, even the oven wasn't working. And again, who did I call? You get the gist of the story. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Now, Ryan offers a senior citizen's discount. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. And he'll also do a Saturday appointment. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, you know who to call. Call Ryan. 401 401- 7107096.
3: Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Atchels at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home,
1: your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul. S O L E, like the soul of Yeshu, soul source restoration. Call them today at 401 712. 2700 401 712 2700 coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service Rhode Island Massachusetts and Connecticut you know soul source restoration folks they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need as far as residential is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family for your friends for yourself soul source restoration same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike CP of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company.
5: We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service.
1: Mike, Soul source restoration. And again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, sole source restoration.
5: What is, what would you say,
1: what is the goal? What is the goal of the company?
5: Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers.
1: And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have.
5: We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and virocyte that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens.
1: You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DiPietro, this does sound fine. Mike Sipi, sole service restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus.
5: These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment. That doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus.
1: Mike, with sole source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service?
5: Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take
1: any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for rhode island massachusetts and connecticut call them at 401-712-2700 401-712-2700 they have the equipment that you need they will fully clean your home your property your office your school whether it's any type of business you heard cdc approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need don't take any chances a rhode island-based company and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus sole source restoration call them today home or business 401-712-2700 401 401-712. 712 2700 it's soul source restoration coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island Massachusetts and Connecticut again look for them online soulsourcerestoration.com this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor call today your best lawn ever guaranteed 401-392-1025 401 392-1025 392-1025 or online they've a great website lawndoctor.com what do they do well outdoor pest control annual program lawn care service they make great lawns happen doctor lawn Doctorate island your lawn care company love your lawn best lawn guaranteed call them today 401-392-1025 free uh, consultation and estimate 401 401- lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's LawnDoctor.com or call them today 401-392-1025 lawn doctor